0: Spring of Life Fellowship and its pastor, Joaquin G. Molina, invites you to listen to a message of restoration and strengthening for your life. Be
1: a part of the vision, changing the world.
2: And for even Stephanie, and it's really been God's grace, and not only Him, but, but God. God has been each one of our fathers, our Heavenly Father, and what more better than having Him as, you know, the one that... that takes care of us and I remember I've had such a blessed life I just turned 18 and I'm really in awe and overwhelmed by God's goodness in my life and my family's life I remember I grew up I even went to um, to private school and you would think how like financially how does that happen and I remember God how am I having that privilege of being able to attend a private school and being able to just enjoy everything financially wise like that doesn't match and I'll never forget God told me I'm your father and I want to give you my best because you're my daughter. And that's how I see myself. So it's his resurrection power in us. And by Woo! this is the grace of God.
3: Amen. Hallelujah.
2: Okay, I was 17. So I don't know if there's any 17-year-olds. Okay, I was 17. I was, I was in high school. And like my little sister said, what you see here is the glory of God. Um, I remember that me and my brother were like, What do we do? And we just literally got on, and Stephanie, because Stephanie was there. What do we do? We got on our knees. And that is something that I'll never forget. We all got on our knees, and we surrendered to God. Because I've heard of so many stories. I've heard of a girl that same thing happened to her, and she's a disaster. She she was doing clubs, and she's in drug, in a rehab. And I told my friend, I go, all we did was surrender. And that's all it takes. Whatever you're going through is surrender to God, and one of the things that, um, that I remember, because my, my mother was a teacher, and they wanted to give us a psychologist, and we're like, no, we don't want to talk to anybody, we don't want to talk to anybody, we don't want to deal with anybody, we don't want, and we had to, because, um, you know, out of respect for the, the, the school, and I'll never forget, uh, my little sister was six years old, and the guy told us, if your little sister starts going crazy and starts banging her head on the wall, it's normal, and I went like this, Normal? If she starts banging and throws things across, it's normal. That's what they do. I'm like, Lord Jesus. And I can t- testify, we can all testify, that she did not do any of that. Because she had the glory of God. Amen. <laughs> and Amen. All I can say and all I can do is give the glory to God because he has turned our mourning into dancing. And he's turned our... Like, our, our, our our sorrow into joy, we rejoice and we look back and we just say, wow, look what the Lord has done in our life.
3: Amen. 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 Oh, Richard, you've seen the power of resurrection, brother. You have seen
4: it. Woo! I don't know what to say, but other than I'm grateful um, to God and I'm grateful for what he's done for us on the cross and just really thankful of you can see the testimony, the fruit of what God is capable of doing. When there's something dead, God is able to rise up and make it beautiful and amazing. That's right. And I thank God for a resurrection because now I have an amazing wife yeah. that God has given me. And I know that this only can happen because of God and what He's done for us. So I'm just grateful Amen. for God for that.
3: Hallelujah.
4: Woo!
3: <laughs> give praise to the, ho- then the Lord in the house of God, just give Him praise. Give Him praise. Give Him praise. Perfect the praise in the house of God. Father, we worship You and thank You. We glorify Your name. We exalt You. Lord, we thank You, God, for what You're doing in this house. We give You thanks for Your mercies and Your grace. Hallelujah, Father. You know, we could go, and I know that 50 million of you are terrified right now because I'm going throughout the room. I'm going to call you out. And the power of His Spirit, the power of resurrection. Kayla, come up here my princess. There is no greater power on the earth than the power of his resurrection, the power to preserve, the power to, to allow life to flourish. This is my princess, Kayla, and she is a world changer extraordinaire. Um, as Kayla uh, grew up in this house, she's a daughter of this house. She's a daughter that, that has wrestled with the Lord. That, that five-year-old boy that prayed there, this is our five-year-old that prays the presence of God down upon her life, upon, you know, she was um, many, many, many years. How long have you been here, Kayla? Tell us how long.
5: I think since I was around one and a half, maybe two.
3: One and a half, two. And she's in the house of God, and she would, you know, sparingly, how old are you now? 16. Sixteen. So you guys do the math. The last 15, 16 years, she comes into my office she's like, uh, Pastor, um, what are we going to do with my family? What are we going to do with my mom? What are we going to do? What is God doing? Why, why am I being raised up by my grandmother? And I would say, listen to me, when God does something like that, get ready for the phenomenal, for the supernatural, for the greatness of God. And so um, this past year, the Lord has given her a great gift. I'm going to ask her brother to come up here with his wife, her mom to come up here, her grandmother. Julie. Julie, come up here. This is this is what God does. Soila, come up here. This is what God does when you're faithful. In the house of God. So this little girl, she would say, Pastor, what are we going to do with my family? What are we going to do with my family? And, and this is, I want you guys to witness the power of resurrection. What God is able to do in the life of those that wait upon the Lord. And so she can testify. Kayla, do me a favor. Testify a little bit. Because this is huge, what's going on here. Um, and and not, not just the last couple of months, which has been supernatural. How God's faithfulness has, has brought her whole family um, to the place of worship, because of the prayers of one little girl, one little girl that, that holds on to the power of his faithfulness.
5: Um, where to start? <laughs> um, <laughs> My mom's had a crazy life, <laughs> and she's, she'd be in and out. Of my life, um, constantly. Like sometimes I'd go three or four years without seeing her, <laughs> and when I did, it'd be like around five minutes. But um, I never, I never gave up.
3: That's I right. Gave
5: up on him either. <laughs> I remember every night. Um, If I wouldn't pray for anything else, it would be for my family, to <laughs> for us to be here together. And um, honestly, sometimes <laughs> I'd, I I wouldn't think it would happen. Like I'd I'd lose hope because I'd see how they were and I'd I'd be like it's it's impossible for. I forgot to bring them out of everything that they were in, and it's, this is a miracle. <laughs> I couldn't be happier than I am now. There's. Like, yeah, there's still my brother and their family and everybody else, there's countless people that, that should be here. But we're, we're here and we're, it's, it's a start, it's a start.
4: Where do I begin? Like Kayla said, um, if she never would have given up on us, and the and the prayers, and 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 uh, and Kuki as well, who's been there from the start and raising such a beautiful sister, and uh, I can give nothing but the glory to God because of what she's done. Um, <sighs> intense. <sighs> um, this house has raised up such a. A beautiful sister for me, and I give it to Cookie, and, and like I said, the glory to God um, to be able to give the strength to me to, to, to pull my, my, my family uh, together, to come here, my mother, from what she was in, um, my, my wife as well, to, to, to honestly give, give her the strength to deal with my craziness and, and stick with me through everything, and uh, I, I really do owe it to him. Uh, for what he's doing in our lives and raising two beautiful children, which are back there in in in, in class, um, I'm speechless. Praise God, <laughs> Amen. I just want to say
0: that just never never give up. It's been many many years, and it's it's been a very very rough beginning. And uh, the Lord is the one that's doing all the work. All we need to do, to do is uh, let go and let God. That's all we need to
1: do. Yeah. I'm going to try not to cry too much. I have a lot to cry for. Um, but all you, all you do need to do is let go and let God. <laughs> I was in a very bad place years ago. And I kept trying to come back, and every time I'd come back, I'd end up getting pushed away, further and further away from my family. Um, I was able to stay strong, try to come to church. My mom would tell me, you can't see your daughter unless you come to church. Come to church, come to church, come to church. I need you to stay with me. I need you to stay around the family and do good for yourself. And um, I've I've been through programs. I've been through rehab I've been through everything and I am maybe not fully recovered but I am definitely a lot closer than I've been in a long 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 time Um, I'm glad that I'm up here with my family I never in a million years thought that my son of all people would be coming to church with me you know and I said you know what um there hasn't been one thing that I have prayed for that I have not been given since I've been attending church with my mother, and you need to just come and experience it for yourself. And he started coming, and he started coming with his wife and his family and his kids, and he is completely, a completely different person since he went to the retreat, for the men's retreat. He has completely changed his life. (laughs) Completely, completely different person. I wanna thank Julieta for being part of our family, okay? Because she's made my mom very strong. And she has been the one that has actually helped my mom bring my daughter up along with the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you. Thank you very much. I love you, everyone.
0: Well, I can say that uh, God works in very mysterious ways. And you can bet your life on it. Uh, I made kooky when I was a young girl, and so was she. Well, not too young, but you know how it is. And uh, I just saw a need. I needed a family, and she had one. And I saw that she needed God. There was no, it was, uh, the earth was void and without form. So the Lord used me and uh, I met Richard Arias and um, he was my buddy. We were partners in crime. Fishing, you know, Everglades, crocodiles. (laughs) And uh, the Lord was faithful. Very faithful. And and I always, Sandra has always uh, been very grateful to me, to her mother, of course, but she's always said in in the middle of her madness, she has always said, thank you, Julie, for loving my children. And then when Kayla came, because that was it. When Kayla came, I gave my life completely to the Lord. There was no question about it. I had to be an example. I had to change my life, and I couldn't be playing around Or I wasn't with the boys anymore. It was Kayla's future. And I gave it all to the Lord and surrendered all in order for Kayla to have a good example. And I'm not perfect. (laughs) I still have my Sophia Petrillo. (laughs) But uh, he's doing the work. He's, He's doing the work.
5: One more thing, um, if it wasn't for all of you guys, like I've had a bigger family than I can imagine. If it wasn't for every single one of you guys helping me every, every day of my life, pretty much, um, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be where I am now. Who knows who I'd be, who knows who I'd be living with. Yeah. Thank so thank you, everybody. Thank you for
3: everything. Yeah. Hallelujah, power. Talk about, talk about messing up children. Already they're confused. You know, and then you bring a, a rabbit and you say, you know, Easter egg, come and get your Easter eggs. Like, confuse them some more. Um, Christianity deserves an indictment, a formal charge of what in hell are you doing? It has nothing to do with what God wants to bring upon the earth. God wants to bring the power of the kingdom of God over our lives. He wants men to be connected with God. He wants women to understand the order of their creation design. You don't go up to a Coke machine and press Coke and see something out of order. You have to put a sign out of order. We have our young kids here saying the other day, Oliver came up to me, one of the young kids. He says, hey, Pastor, triple O. And I'm like, Oliver... (laughs) I don't think there's triple O in the Bible. He goes, yeah, out of order. When I see something that's out of order, I say triple O. And I said, you know something? We're going to use that. That's biblical. We don't want things to be out of order. We want them to be in his order. And the power of the resurrection. You'll notice there's a theme throughout this. Um, It used to be people used to say, oh, I'm not going to church because all the messed up people are there. How many have heard that? I'm not all the messed up people. Did you see that person didn't have a mother forever? The other one lost their parent. The other one had to marry and follow some guy to the snow. These people are messed up, you know, and and the truth of the matter is the reason we testify of how out of order our lives were was to bear witness to the power of his resurrection to bear witness to the power of his resurrection. We're going to have a a large group of people coming in here in about half hour for our second service in Spanish. And I want to somehow, you've already gotten the evidence of what God is doing uh, upon the earth, uh, not to a minuscule few. See, God has promised us that we in this church have a vision to change the world. And it happens through the power of his presence, his spirit, his pursuing the realities of God above all treasures upon the earth. About 12 years ago, I left my law practice because I, I want to be able to lay hold for what has been a power. Um, Nicholas, get up here real quick. This is a 19 year old. This is my oldest boy. Um, we have him. We have Joshua. We have Brandon. Um, we have our, our princess, Christina. Christina. Um, young men and women this you know when, when they hear these stories when they hear our words when they hear our realities they, they say like this where did these people come from where where did these listen to me it's a new birth in Christ the bible says that when the power of the resurrection comes over your life i want to i want to touch on that verse because it's so important let's go to philippians 3 real quickly and and this is what verse 8 This is what the the writers of the Bible, the followers of Christ, would say. Indeed, I also count, say with me, all things. Everything that you could raise up as an argument or a justification to not follow Christ. He says, I count all things loss for the excellence of the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Where, Where is it in there that I'm missing it? Where is it in there that I didn't consider it as I was building and putting my life together for whom I've suffered? When you when you start following Christ, you suffer the loss of all things and you don't care. I don't care what other people think about my law practice, about my 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 career, my clients, my economy, all that stuff. He says, I consider them rubbish. I consider it garbage. You know why it's garbage? Because it stands in the way of. Of the manifest power of God to transform a people. We counted, you know, the loss of all things is counted as, a, as, as trash that I might gain Christ. Listen to what he says in verse 9. And be found in him, not having my own righteousness. I, I don't want to do anything that I could do in my power. Because I, I promise you one thing. There is no power on earth. That could bring you what the power of his resurrection could bring you. There's no power. I don't care how much you help you try to get outside the power of his resurrection. You're going to be left with a, a deep void and a longing for saying, why? why am I not quenched? Why am I not satisfied? You see the, the lives of those people that were here and the countless hundreds others that are in this place. Countless hundreds others in this place that no longer thirst that no longer uh, are in need of hunger. They're satisfied. Their thirst has been quenched because they're drinking out of another fountain. It says uh, that I might gain Christ and have a righteousness which is not my own. I'm not doing things. God is doing them in me. But that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness, being made right, that comes from God. How? By walking in faith. By being faithful to your worship in the things of God. And then in verse 10, he says this, that I might be close. That word, no, that I might be near to him and experience, say with me, the power of his resurrection. Now, to, to fellowship with the power of that resurrection, you need to conform to the suffering and death. It hasn't been easy for Kayla, you guys. I've, I've sat there and, and walked each step of the way all these years and looking into the eyes of a young girl, big blue eyes, with tears just rolling down saying, how does this all make sense? How does, how does this all fit? And I would say, Kayla, trust me. Trust me, Jesus is faithful. Trust me. He is glorious God and King. And that you, you might taste this morning. That you might partake, that you might be a part of what God is doing. It's just a matter of taking steps in faith in a in a really powerful way. I thank God. Listen, I, I just had a guy yesterday. He came up to me. He says, I hate going to Easter on Sunday because that's when all the people go that never go. I was like, man, you need prayer. <laughs> this is a pastor's son who's telling me he hates Easter Sunday because and he goes, he goes, I'm going to church tonight. That was last night. I'm not going to go tomorrow because tomorrow, all the people that never go are there. And, and that makes me sick, he says. And I'm like, okay, I feel sorry for you. But this morning, I thank God that if you came, the only time you come, and, and you know that I wear this heavy on my shoulders. I got one day a year to try and get people that never come to understand what we're doing. How many think God was glorified today? More than a sermon, more than a church service, more than a Bible study, more than some people consider this religion. It's sad that people are not walking. In the power of His resurrection, drawing near, getting to know more about God. Uh, my notes are 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 really brief. They they concern um, the accounts of Jesus at the moment He died in the Jewish temple. Matthew 27:51 says that there was a veil that separated the holy place from the most holy place. The most holy place is where God's presence was. And the day that Jesus died in the Jewish temple, only one temple. In that temple, the curtain between the holy place and the holy of holies tore from top to bottom. And Jesus was saying this, nothing else is going to keep you guys away from my presence because I've made provision for you guys to come in. Nothing you do, nothing you could ever do, nothing you could ever pay as a price. I paid the highest price. And so him on the cross, the, the curtain tore from top. This is historical event in Jerusalem the day Jesus died. The, the veil was torn from top to bottom. We'll read this. It says, then behold, the veil of the temple was torn in two. Say for me, from top to bottom. If it would have been man, it would have been broken from the bottom to the top. That's religion. But, but what God did is from top to bottom... The earthquake and the rocks were split. Anything that holds you back. I pray this morning that God would just break that out of your life and that you would surrender totally to Christ and that you would bow down to know him. The people that have been up here and testified, it wasn't a one day event. It's been a lifelong journey. That's a real Christian. That's a real believer. Somebody who says, it doesn't make sense, but I'm going forward. I don't see it, but I'm going forward. I don't understand it, but I trust in God. And they've seen with their eyes the glory of God. You have heard, you have seen, you can touch, you can invite these people to your house. They will minister to you till your socks fall off. They will tell you stories of God's faithfulness, of his love, of his embrace. And we know that there's a bunch of all over the place that hold you back, and it's, yeah, how, about, how about this, and how about that, and how about this, and it, listen. Let the power of His Spirit. The Bible says in Romans eight eleven. Look at this promise right here, real quick. Romans eight eleven. If the Spirit that rose Jesus from the dead comes in you, the same one who raised Jesus up from the dead will also give life to your bodies. Through His Spirit that will come upon you. Fill yourself up with the Spirit of God. Pursue the yearnings and convictions of the Spirit of God. It, it'll 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 tug your heart. It'll pull you in directions you you. If some I, I can't have certain. I can't go certain places. I can't be with certain people. I can't bring things into my life. The Spirit of God doesn't allow it. I can't sit there and watch through a dirty movie. I can't sit there and listen to dirty jokes. I I don't want to be in a a comedy club. The Spirit of God comes upon you, starts drawing you in His direction. Can we stand this morning? Raise your hands to the heavens and say, power of the Spirit of God, come upon me. Abide in me. Saturate me. Fill me. Lead me. Change me. Transform me transform my thoughts, transform my words, transform my heart that has run away from God, that has challenged and, and, and wanted to walk contrary to the Spirit of God. The same earthquake, the same splitting of the rocks, the same moving of the spirits of the men and women that are here this morning, of the young people that can see Kayla's life and Melissa's life and say, if I'm faithful to God, God will bring my entire family to the knees of Jesus Christ. If one person is faithful, if one person stands strong, if one person fills themselves up with the Spirit of God, the world will see His glory. The world will see the power of coming back. As we get prepared to sing this last song, I want you to talk to God because this is, this is a personal thing. This is not, it, it, it becomes a corporate thing when you join your hearts to people who have individually surrendered. Like, like uh, Chavelin says, like Melissa says, we surrendered to the Lord. We, we got on our knees. We, we asked God for forgiveness. We started to pursue God. We didn't understand what was taking place in our lives, but we knew we needed God. We knew we needed Jesus Christ. We knew there was no other hope. There was no other expression. There was no other promise. And so as we sing this song, I, I want to invite you to, to speak to God and tell him I'm willing to pay whatever the price is to count it all as a loss and as trash. I'm going to put that aside. I'm going to put that to a side that I might know the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings. Hallelujah, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. in power
6: that conquered the grave lives in me. Lives in me. Your love that rescued the earth lives in me. Lives in me. Same power that conquered the grave lives in me. Lives in me. With your love that rescued the earth lives. In
3: best, and this is reality, what I'm going to say right now, I wish that Miami were here this morning, I wish we were in a place where thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people could have witnessed and seen what you heard, there was only a few that witnessed and saw what happened, in John chapter 20 verse 1 it says that on Sunday morning a woman went over to the grave, one woman. On the first day of the week, Sunday, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb early while it was still dark, and she saw the stone had been taken away. You guys saw the stone and the veil removed from your eyes this morning. You've witnessed the power of His resurrection. This is 2,000 years later, and you're still seeing the life that comes from the grave, the power to tell divorce doesn't belong to you no more. Tell psychiatrists, we're not going there no more. Tell people that should have given up a long time ago. You are witnesses of the resurrection this morning. You're witnesses of the empty tomb. Verse 2, it says that when she saw the stone had been taken away from the tomb, she ran and came to someone else. I hope you don't stay with this riches in your heart. I hope that you run to somebody, to a friend, to a family and tell them, I know there's a place for you. Because the truth of the matter is, all of us that are here, somebody invited. Nobody's just showed up here. Each one of you went to go call a friend, call a neighbor, call a family member and say, listen, I I was at a place. It was dead and now now there's life there. And to the other disciples from whom Jesus loved and said to them, they have taken away the Lord out of the tomb and we do not know where they have laid him." Verse 3, people are going to come to check it out. Peter therefore went out and the other disciples were going to the tomb. People are going to come here where people think that this is a place of death. Oh, don't go there. It's it's Christians. And when they got to that place, verse 4, so they both ran together, and the other disciples outran Peter and came to the tomb first. Verse 5, and he's stooping down and looking in. He saw the linen clothes lying there, yet he did not go in. Verse 6, then Simon Peter came following him and went to the tomb and saw the linen clothes lying there. Verse 7. And the handkerchief that had been around his head, not lying with the linen clothes, but folded together in a place by itself. Verse 8. Then the other disciples who came to the tomb first went in also, and he saw and believed. Verse 9. For as yet they did not know the scripture that he must rise again from the dead. Verse 10. Then the disciples went away again to their homes to tell others what was going on. Listen, a lot of people come to church, and instead of them being transformed by the power of his spirit and growing closer, being filled with the power of his resurrection, they get into gossip, they get into all sorts of stuff that distracts us from worshiping the king. Is not the purpose of church. The purpose of the church is that every one of those that are close to our life would be tied into the power of His resurrection. Can we pray this prayer together? Bow your heads and say these words. Father God, out loud, say them out loud so the person next to you could hear you. Father God, I give you thanks for giving to us Jesus Christ, for sending Him to die on the cross and to shed His blood. For the forgiveness of our sins. As the Lamb of God. That takes away the sin of the world. Today. I ask your forgiveness. And I ask you to come into my heart. And to be my Lord and Savior. Forgive all my sins. That I've committed as a child. As an adolescent. As an adult. Even unto my old age. I ask you. To forgive me. I'm sorry. Come into my heart, Jesus Christ, and be my Lord and my Savior. Write my name down in the Lamb's book of life. Fill me with your spirit. I know you died, and on the third day you rose again, and you ascended to heaven, and you're praying for me to see me on the day I come in to your kingdom. Help me to obey your word and to live a life filled with the power of your resurrection. In Jesus' name I pray. And everybody says amen. Amen and amen.